0: Cook continues his charge as he twice takes to his throne at Thruxton. Yes,
1: hello, everybody. We are now thirty per cent of the way through the season. Thruxton has been and gone, and to be fair, judging by the amount of grass on offer today, it's probably a good job we weren't there because the hay fever, even behind closed doors, is making my co-host a little bit snivelly and upset. Sam, how are you coping with the pansies and the daisies shouting at you?
0: Quite honestly, I hate this time of year just for the amount of hay fever that I suffer with. Yeah, I, I I take the tablets, they don't seem to work some of the time other times they do perfectly fine for a day
1: honey that's the way to do it by local bees
0: I thought that was a pet name for me
1: <laughs> well if anybody listening has any hay fever tips please let us know because yeah. i cannot be bothered at croft in a few weeks time to have to guide you round on a collaring leash or something because you can't see Owing to the level of i'll
0: i'll be fine by then mm. we've got a month to wait for croft it'll be fine okay
1: <laughs> well what did you make
0: overall of fruxton uh this weekend generally fairly exciting um better than probably you expected the weekend to be weekend of the season so far okay I'd say. yeah fair enough I'd even say. with the changeable conditions at brands yeah but nobody really went
1: for it at brands did they no everyone was a bit too worried to do anything we didn't see a great deal of action yes the rain made it exciting but we didn't see a great deal of action at brands but we saw contact here safety cars here
0: battles. battles up and down the field yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was really good, and really fast. The cars looked mega quick this weekend.
0: Yes, and despite our thoughts sort of like in the preview, have thinking that hybrid would have a big effect this weekend, it almost didn't seem to, really, did it? No, and the
1: drivers were saying that as well, that it, it's not really a track where, because it is already so high speed, it's not a great deal of difference it makes. The suggestions are that we'll see the hybrid in its full force at on Park in a couple mm. of weeks' time. Yeah, that's a suggestion of where we'll see it in its full capacity.
0: Yeah, there are a lot more varying turns at Alton and... undulations, um, ...different places that it'll be used to attack and defend. Um, the rain fairly well stayed away this, this weekend, apart from the last couple of laps of race three, uh, which could have made it a little more exciting, but I don't think it, it took away from the racing this weekend.
1: No, i say the conditions were pretty much perfect for racing uh, this weekend. We saw a lot of overtakes, a lot of action... And it all started on the Saturday with qualifying. Qualifying report.
0: Heading into qualifying on Saturday then. And as we just mentioned, the track was looking all dry and fairly dandy for the session ahead. And it was kind of as we expected, really. Um, Front wheel drive cars that were up there. motorbase seemed to have turned their fortunes around. um, And the Hondas were looking quick. But what the surprise maybe for you was how quick the BMWs were looking
1: yeah I mean I think they're going to be quick all season aren't they I Yeah, think it's almost a bit too predictable that they're going to be there or thereabouts though so Hill is qualifying supremely well uh, so far this season but yeah as you say the early pace setters as you'd expect to the BMWs they got their tyres up to temperature quicker they don't need to go into the pit and cross all this stuff have covered a million times before And as the session continued, then we started to see the front-wheel drives come into their own, didn't we?
0: Yeah, it was very much Hill setting the pace in the early stages. Sutton was also looking quick, staying up there for the majority of the session. Um, But we saw people like George Gamble and Adam Morgan struggle in their BMW.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, They seemed to have it all wrong on Saturday by their own admission. They just didn't get the setup right and just were off the pace. Uh, And to be fair, you know, I'd say it was fairly dominated by the front wheel drive cars you look at Jelly; only managed to sneak into the top 10 um, wasn't that far ahead of Ash Hand in the PMR car and then Turkerton and H- uh, Hill the only other two in the top 10
0: yeah you mentioned Ash Hand there brilliant effort from him this weekend in all but all started with qualifying um, to finish a significant away above crease and very much on the verge of that top 10 yeah and I think this is probably the first weekend we have seen where the, um, the distance
1: between the cars have been so big mm. you're looking here we've got a lot of cars over a second off the pace you from 17th down now you go back to brand's hatch couple the weeks ago the top 20 were covered by oh, half a second three quarters yeah. of a second and there here you've got 17th down you've actually got four cars over two seconds off
0: yeah very much so um Josh Josh Cook, though, wanted to take his crown at Thruxton. Obviously, he had such a good run out there last year, but he left it very late in the session to actually get a uh, a representative time on the board, although that representative time was quickest of the session.
1: Well, we saw a lot, to be fair. We saw um, Shedden and Camish both doing weird, sort of doing a couple of warm-up laps, going into the pit, doing a couple Mm of warm-up laps. I don't think Shedden put a... Time on the board
0: into the last eight minutes of the session, which I think Turkington also left it really late. He was sort of like middle teens until the last five minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkington was yeah, as you say, languishing down in the as you say, sort of fourteenth, fifteenth. But it seemed the track just came to a little bit towards the end of the session. There were questions over whether the track was cooling off and therefore it wasn't going to get quicker. But in that last sort of five minutes, we saw the times go up, and as you say, Cook was able to drag that Honda to a front front row position.
0: As we know, it's fairly a a Honda-based track and uh, Jason Plato tried to make the most of that finishing up 7th in the session with Dan Robot just ahead of him. Was this the opportunity for Plato? Well, I I think in terms of a poll, but it's not a bad qualifying result to be coming to be in the top
1: 10. His chances would come on the Sunday as we're going to get into... Oh, dear. (laughs) uh, Which we're going to get into... I I think, to be honest, everyone in that top 10 would have been really happy with where they were on the whole. I mean, you know, Ingram's in 8th with though uh boost. Yep. Kamish trying to sort of get back on the on the wagon after a disappointing start to the season. Turkerton fourth at a track that doesn't tend to suit or allegedly doesn't suit wheel drives. Sheddon in the top ten at a track that he he before today's wins shared the most wins at. Yeah, I think everyone would be fairly happy. the, the big losers from qualifying in my mind are Gamble who started down in sixteenth, Butcher in fifteenth, Uh, the Toyotas didn't look quick at all did they 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 really didn't and then Ricky Collard down in 23rd Ollie Jackson 24th I mean those are the drivers that you'd have thought would be a little bit higher up and those are the drivers that lost big in my opinion
0: yeah and some of those drivers didn't have a particularly good weekend either Uh, we'll move into race one now which was the first one on Sunday race one
1: well unsurprisingly on the first race Hill made a better start with the rear wheel drive I mean I don't know what could be done about that, but it is silly. The, the more daft. silly
0: thing about it is the amount of space that he gives away on his grid box as well. I know Sitter Brands, yep. he gives a good yard, yard and a half away to the other drivers on the grid because he doesn't want that full start, jump start, whatever, being out of position on the grid. Yep. He doesn't want that penalty. Um, but he still manages to make such rocket starts, if you pardon the pun. But in all nine races now, we've seen... Mm-hmm.
1: BMW's just got off the line ridiculously well.
0: I, call, I called it before the race started, didn't I? I thought you did. He's going to get to the first corner first, and then Cook is going to try and battle back through the complex, which is exactly what happened. Yep, Cook would then hang it around the
1: outside of Campbell to take the lead. and that Lovely move. Very well judged and very well executed. And that was pretty much Cook then in the lead for the rest of the... Well, and so, certainly to the closing laps. Uh, then there was sort of the big incident of the day, really. Kamish, Ingram, Robot, and Turkey and all together. We don't really know what happened because ITV elected not to show a replay until much later on in the day, which still didn't really put much light on it. I'm surprised it didn't make more of this incident when you consider that it wrecked Kamish's chance of points and title leader Ingram's yes. chance of points. But for whatever reason, it wasn't particularly looked into. It looked as if, a couple of cars had gotten out of shape, and that had led to a bit of argy bargy tapping to be expected in the opening couple of laps.
0: Yeah, it seemed as if Roboton was trying to sort of like take advantage of a, a small gap that he saw, maybe unsettled Kamish on the outside, and then Turkenton got into the back of him. And then as he was, as Kamish was sliding wide, Ingram just had nowhere to go and had to take to the grass, which obviously filled his radiator up. Yeah. Well, the... One of the many grass cutting incidents yes. that we had today. Yeah, the first. Uh foray into grass cutting abilities
1: today Uh, both Camish and Ingram would need to pit and that pretty much ruined their chance of points for race one. Uh, Morgan would then make a lovely move at Campbell on jelly nipping through on the inside of an opportunistic but very well executed move uh, Rowbottom who looked racy throughout tried to move on Sutton but ended up falling back behind Turkington in a classic case of one up two down made the move on, on Sutton got a little bit wide Sutton got back past and then suddenly Turkington was there to pick up the pieces
0: Yeah he said he'd got his uh, car set up more more for a race setup this weekend um, and it certainly looked like that in the early stages of race one um, when he really looked quite punchy at times um, and also managed to finish race one with the fastest lap as the race
1: continued, Cook started to lose his tyres a little bit, which allowed uh, Hill to close. On one lap, he made a half in a second in a single lap. Um, mm-hmm. But Hill was unable to find a way past. It looked as if, as the race was going on, Hill was also starting to lose the rear of his car. We saw some tremendous sliding from both cars as they tried to keep it as fast as possible. But really... Cook didn't have a lot to do defensively. I mean, he put the car in the right places and he you know, didn't make a mistake, but Cook, uh, Hill didn't actually try any move.
0: I think those two were fairly settled at the front. The amount of gap that they'd managed yep. to pull over the rest of the field, yes, they were pushing each other, but they weren't holding each other up as such. Um, they were almost egging each other on, and they were good, sort of like two, three, maybe four tenths at times a lap quicker, um, which really helped take them away from the rest of the field and also that battling for to sort of like third back to um, sixth and seventh it it held them back as well Are you surprised Hill didn't make a launch
1: move anywhere?
0: Yes and no I think because it's race one of the weekend you don't want to ruin your weekend like we saw unfortunately with Kamish and Ingram you don't want to go off onto the grass or run wide somewhere ...and ruin your whole weekend just for a silly move... ...where you could quite easily bank points... ...and then maybe in race two look to take the win. Agreed. but could we you know, We've seen that many times at Thruxton.
1: Yeah, yeah, but could he put more pressure on, do you think? Or just, as you say, just just get get over the line... ...and see what race two brings?
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it's early enough in the championship... ...that you're just banking these points at the moment. Yeah, that's fair enough. Late drama would affect Gordon Shedden... ...who had a
1: puncture and had to pit from point scoring positions... And both Edwards with an overheating problem and Jackson with an engine failure uh, were unable to finish this race. So, I mean, it was an ag- it's an aggressive circuit the best of times for and it was hard on the cars today, wasn't it?
0: It was, and notably the cars are heavier this year because of the hybrid systems that have been placed in them. Um, so I was a little surprised to only see um Shedon's puncture as such. Kamish got one when he was sliding sliding off. Yep. Um but that's sort of like extenuating circumstances. But to only have one puncture in that opening race was I think Goodyear will be happy with that. Yeah,
1: it was a as you say, for a track that is infamous for punctures, it was a fairly good start to the weekend for, for the tyres and their integrity.
0: One thing I must say, obviously with Ingram and Kamish going off early in the race ingram made up more places than camish yeah. uh, i know camish had to have a tire change and stuff like that ingram just had to have his uh radiator ducts cleared out but he was certainly much quicker when both of them came back on circuit you say that but he did only finish ahead of parfit and powell mm. i'm looking at the time difference between yeah them. that's fair enough um
1: yeah significant amount yeah, and of course that would make but actually we did see at um Donington that Camish seemed to struggle to get back through backfield traffic. We have yep. seen this a couple of times already this season. I do wonder how how strong is a car is in overtaking because obviously Sutton has taken three podiums today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he didn't actually look close to making an overtake all day, a, a Sutton style overtake all day until <laughs> until the final, final yeah, corner yeah. of the final lap. Yeah, I just wonder if that car's not set up for overtake, as super as that sounds, but isn't set up for an aggressive overtake. Or Because Ingram said it going into race two, I'm now at the back of the field, I need to be aggressive, elbows are going to be out, I'm going to be punching my way through the field. And he was able to do that. I just wonder if Motorbase's car isn't set up for that.
0: Well Do you know what I think is making the, the bigger difference maybe this year is the fact that Sutton and Kamish weren't in that car last year ingram's in the same car yes i understand hill's changed but he's adapted really quickly and wsr know how to set that car up whereas bmr have followed sutton over and they're still learning that car
1: agreed but osborne and jackson were in that car last year and they've not looked close to making an overtake all season either
0: yeah i think the less said about those two the better but
1: but jackson is a race winner
0: Mm, yeah
1: and one race is in this car
0: yeah I
1: know. So I'm. I'm just wondering whether it's a setup across all four cars that they're just not.
0: It may, up... may still be a remnant of those chassis issues that they they've been having at Brands.
1: Yeah, quite possibly.
0: But I think as the season gets on, they will definitely get stronger. Whether they're still going to be in with a shot at the title at the end of the season, I certainly don't think they will be with camish now Certain after is. such two such bad weekends. Yeah, Camish.
1: Well, I said after. Yeah. Dungeon, he was out of it, and. Sutton's still very much in the hunt. but
0: Yes, but that's down to Sutton's consistency.
1: Yeah, but I do think they need to find a way to make it a bit more aggressive because at the minute, just don't back them to make an overtake when it matters.
0: You don't see it winning a race soon, do you? No. no, no, you really don't.
1: No, I think that you look at the BMW, the Hyundai and the BTC Honda are just way ahead of it at the minute. Uh,
0: just quickly jumping to the Jack Sears for this opening race. Uh, Ash Hand won that for Fairly comfortably um, from Gamble, who finished 14th. Hand finished 10th. Yeah, great effort. Um, his best finish of the season and sort of like a sign of what was to come for the rest of the weekend. But those Astras look strong as well and racy. I'll tell you what, for, for not
1: knowing a great deal about Ash, there's a racer there, isn't there? Yeah. There's definitely a racer there. Definitely. Yeah, he looks strong. Well, let's move on then to race number two. Race two. A little bit of housekeeping before starting race two. Uh Bootel and Jackson were both out due to engine changes. Uh quite funnily, Boutel's on the grid in in place of his car, making the most of being at what is his home circuit. Uh but he no was car.
0: Al- almost setting up like a foot race in his grid box, wasn't he, at one point? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, good to see a bit of yeah, uh, humour on his part. And Jackson's difficult season continues. Not Great been not been the season he'd have hoped for at all. Uh, And this would be the 300th race start for a certain Adam Morgan, who, that's a big milestone.
0: It's a massive milestone. Um, I kind of forget sometimes how long he's been in it and how he started out in it. Obviously, he's only raced a couple of different cars in the series, Toyota and Mercedes and now the BMW. Um, So yeah, it's a hell of an achievement and it's testament to his consistency, I think. Yeah. Do you think, if it wasn't for his deep
1: affiliation with Sicily, he'd have got the BMW seat by now at the WSR team.
0: Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Obviously it's only in the last couple of seasons that they've swapped to that BMW at Sicily. Um so I think it would always have been a question of how well might he have adapted. And WSR have always been that kind of team to play things a little bit safe rather than bring in a Bring in a driver that's maybe unproven in a rear-wheel drive car. Unproven in a rear-wheel drive car, I accept uh, they bought Hill on board. Yes, yeah. Um, but that that's less risk to them at the moment because of how bought, separate it seems that team is. They took Oliphant on board. They yeah. made a decision. Yeah.
1: I, do, I just wonder if at that point when they took Oliphant on board, if Morgan wasn't so embedded with the Sicily brand mm. and the whole ethos how that team works... Whether there was a, whether there was a thought of Oliphant or Morgan, mm,
0: depends. Would Morgan been a bit more like Hill is now, and more of an issue to uh,
1: Turkinson? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I, we, we're wasting a few moments here. Just wildly speculating. Yes. And Morgan is doing fantastically at every car he's raced. To be fair, but I just I just wonder if he's
0: yeah. Do. you... Just... this this is a top team, but it's not. Just quickly to finish this off. Yeah. Do you think Morgan will become a title winner at any stage? <laughs> no. No.
1: Okay. For for two reasons. Go on. One, I'm not sure whether that team can launch a season-long sustained challenge. Right. In the same way WSR can. Yeah. In the same way that Laser Tool or BMR can. In the same way that BTC or A have been able to do... Yeah. And also, he is the most unluckiest man in the world. <laughs> what about you? I mean, do you see... Uh, okay, I'm going to slightly revise that. Not with Sicily.
0: Okay. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I struggle to see it happening with Sicily. But also, I don't think he would move elsewhere. No. Um, so... I think he might be entitled fights. Yep. But when you get to those final few rounds of the season, you need that team around you that can help you. And I think only having one other driver there, that sometimes pays off, like gamble has so far this season. But other teammates that he's had haven't been quite where he probably needs them to be to help him, help him in the latter stages. I mean, already he sits
1: sixth in the championship. But he's a long way off already.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of a gap there, isn't there?
1: And you just look at the drives above him and the machinery they're in. I just don't know if a sister can go to that next level and challenge the drivers that are above him.
0: I think it's a case of we'll have to wait and see. Well, as as you say, he's an unlucky driver, and he certainly needs his luck to change to uh, to be up there.
1: Yeah, and but also he is. Before we move on, he is probably the top. Three who get the absolute everything out of the car they've got we yeah. saw it at the Mercedes That yeah, yeah. But he had no right to win races in the Mercedes in its last year Yeah. and he did Yeah. and he completely outshone Boutel, not necessarily surprisingly but took race wins in the car that we all thought was done mm. and he did the same at the Toyota, he's doing the same here, last season at that BMW where it was difficult to get into the zone to begin with he took had race... a season to learn it now, is not he? Yeah, he takes race wins. And I think him, along with Ingram, are examples of two drivers. And, and Sutton, who can get every single inch of performance out of a car.
0: Yep.
1: Anyway. Race two. Moving on to the start of race two. <laughs> and It was kind of the same as race one. The hill had a much better start. Uh, but this time, Sutton also tried to nip up the inside of Cook. Uh, but Cook was able to hold on and slot back into second. Gamble would fire himself off at turn four uh, in a quite a hard sort of fast looking accident not he was l-
0: lucky not to hit anything really including
1: the barriers yeah, yeah. not sure if he would lost it on cold rears or whether he had had contact in the first lap bunching uh, but he was able to carry it on which is always good another load of grass cuttings in the radiator yeah Yeah. <laughs> and then we saw perhaps the move of the season
0: certainly so far yeah
1: yeah was the best moves I've seen for a long time in touring cars I think
0: yeah um, I can't I, so like people have made similar moves at Thruxton but the gap that Cook came from yeah. that he was behind Hill going into the final corner talk or the final it. chicane I'll talk us through it Um, they're following each other sort of like line of stern down the fast back straight coming into that final, final chicane club and he just nips out from behind him sort of like looking round the outside and you think mm, you're gonna, that's a brave move on the first lap tyres aren't up to temperature brakes probably aren't up to temperature um, and he just waits until hill brakes and then brakes after that couple of car lengths from front yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, and just manages to it's so like skittish on the brakes round the outside and then just manages to slot it back in to take the corner as normal yeah three things I want to give credit to there yeah first of all cook for making the move yep
1: Second of all, BTC because the setup they have got on that car is mega. That was, mm. so, as you say, he brakes so late. You were convinced he was locking up and going straight over the, over we, the chicane. We
0: we know how good that Honda is on the brakes.
1: Yeah, but the speed, yeah, yeah, the inertia. I was convinced he was off into into the corner. And three, fair play to Hill, gave him racing room. Yeah, he pushed by, him wide. Yep, acknowledged by Cook after the race as well. That you know he gave him the racing room, and in the end he was able to take the take the lead back. And Cook did say that. He knew that he had to make a move by the end of lap two, really, because otherwise he would have been off in the distance.
0: Some, something which I noticed this weekend is that a lot of the moves seem to have been, happen early in the race, yep. and not much else changed in the latter stages of a race. No, I think
1: because the tyres drop off so quickly at yeah. uh, Forxham because of the abrasive nature, that I'm particularly going to get a safety car Or an, It was a cool day as well, lots of factors in play. I think that it was a case of get it done early when people are still perhaps... Yeah, susceptible to being caught out. Not quite up to race speed. Not expecting it so much. Mm. Uh, M- Moffat would then get the first meatball flag of the day. Uh, possibly involved in gamble. It's hard to really know. So replays weren't a plenty this weekend. But he had a bonnet flappage issue.
0: Yeah, I, some something like one of the pins had probably come out, and it was lifting the bonnet. And you don't want that flying up. Uh, certainly out the back of the circuit. No. fastest in Britain across your windscreen no so the most underrated tool in the BTC mechanic gaffer box tape.
1: gaffer tape came out to shut it down, back down uh, further down the field Osborne was presented, presented with a drive through penalty for a false start jump start being out of position some kind of issue yep not no replay of that either no but not a particularly <laughs> good weekend for Osborne or APEC then we saw Jenny doing slightly odd things with Butcher um, Butcher was round the outside uh, going through the first complex. Campbell and Cobb. Combat, yeah. Campbell and Cobb. And then Jenny, to me, looked like he tried to move A in the braking zone
0: and shut the door when the... You know, the. Butcher was already yes. alongside. Yeah. He, he'd like seen... It's almost like he'd moved from the rear view mirror to the side mirror and he thought, in the time that he's moved his head, Butcher is well alongside of him and then he still tried to close the door and just got into the side of him. This... Unsettled Jenny's car,
1: allowed Butcher to get through, but also Plato to come through and allow himself to start a bit of argy-bargy with Butcher, which resulted in Plato getting past after a little bit of rubbing.
0: Yeah, also Jelly seemed to drop back a significant amount after that contact. I wonder whether he'd knock something on the front or rear suspension, um, but he seemed to lose six or seven places very quickly after that. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Ingram was recovering well. Uh, by lap
1: six, he was already up to 13th position. Absolutely charging through the field. And ahead of him, Plato and Lloyd battling. Teammates from last year, of course. And Plato would get past Lloyd with a good move at club round the outside. Nice, Nicely set up move by Plato.
0: Yeah, it's um, a nice bit of racing scene from Plato, which is something that we haven't been used to recently. Absolutely. Uh, Patterson was in strife, not for the first time this season, and had to pull to the side of the road. Uh, yeah yeah he seemed to pull off like at the pit exit yeah and then we (laughs) saw a different camera that seemed to show that he got almost halfway around the circuit and then had to pull off again um so the, the temperamental issues that that infinity is having really is plaguing it this season yeah it really is uh ingram would then get past
1: or make up another couple of places with a late brake manoeuvre which he did about six times I'm not going to read off all the drivers but there's a certain corner where he just loved sending it late down the inside
0: well yeah and also I think on the exit of where was it is it Seagrave or the one after that is it Noble? Noble he seems to get a good run around the outside of there and then he's able to put it up the inside uh, and hold a tighter line almost than any other drivers around the back of the circuit yeah, um, yeah he just seems to love getting alongside and. He'd Powering out,
1: he'd also had a bit of contact which had knocked his rear toe out. Uh, explained that it's normally between three and five mil, d- mil and it was near a 20, yeah. Uh, so not quite surprising to how skittish, slidey, and generally unstable the car looked. Although it looked a lot of fun, to be <laughs> I was fair. gonna
0: say, I think he quite likes the car like that, so yeah. it's not the optimum setup for them. Um, but we know this when he likes to stick with slicks on in the wet, so yeah, absolutely. Crease was racing well as behind and picking up opportunistic
1: passes, which is always nice to see. I think we are both surprised by how well the PMR Vauxhall coped this weekend. We expected it to be comfortable in the worst cars and actually hand and crease did really, really, really well.
0: Both of them were in there battling with Butcher most of the weekend. Um, and in this race, both of them got the upper hand on him. Absolutely. Uh, as the race drew to
1: a close, Hill started to ratchet up the pressure on Cook. But again, didn't really do anything. Apart from fill the mirrors?
0: No, not really. So, like, the top four made a little breakaway, and then, again, Cook and Hill pulled away from those two in uh, Sutton and Turkington once more. They just seem to have another another level this weekend yeah. where they were able to pull ahead and set those more consistent, faster lap times. The only problem they would have is that a little bit of infighting between Hand and
1: Crease would allow Butcher to get back past Michael Crease. Obviously, Crease had got through on Butcher him and Hans started to do Yeah, a few moves that had us on edge of the seat going, please don't hit each other. Please don't hit each other.
0: Yeah, it's the first rule of racing, isn't it? Don't, don't take hit your teammate. teammate.
1: But then Butch was able to nip back through. It was good, it was good midfield racing. It was very, very fun to watch it indeed. Was. Uh Sheddon had climbed up to thirteenth, which was a decent effort from him from the back of the grid. And Ingram would get up to eighth at church with a move on his teammate Lloyd. However, out front, there's no doubt the king of Thruxton has been crowned Cook with his ninth win round this circuit. He loves a double win here as well.
0: He loves a double win. Obviously yeah. following it up from Brown's last weekend. Um it's yeah, they're two of the better circuits for the Honda, but it's a little bit sort of like maybe worrying for the other drivers or certainly worrying for the championship setup. Obviously I th- I said it at the start of the season, I thought we would see more double wins this season. Yeah, you did. And to have two now out of the first three rounds or oh. the first three um venues is yeah, a little bit concerning.
1: I else is concerning. What? They go well like Alton Park as well, Hondas. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, they're Shed very much do. Shed and Robot looked very strong there last year.
0: And Thruxton has yet to come back again this season.
1: So You do start to wonder. Yeah I mean I'm gonna re ask the question I asked you in the first race, could Hill have done more? Particularly in this race? I I I get your reasoning for race one. I I, I really do. But in race two, again, no... I'm not saying do something stupid We you take both of each other out. Obviously, I'm not. But we saw it in race three with Sutton, who started to nibble Turkson and gave it a go on the last corner. So we're going to get to that. Didn't see any of that from Hill. I know, I know it's a long season. No settle. You're getting good points a second. Two trips to the podium is not bad. You're, you're getting points in the bag, absolutely. But... To win a championship, that does at points. I think this year as well, there's going to have to be risks taken because there are. It's so competitive at the top end.
0: You're talking about converting those second and thirds into wins to to make the pivotal points up. Let me put it another way: Was it? The, should it be the other way
1: round? I think Cook would have launched something, and given it. Okay. A, I think Cook would have been a bit more aggressive.
0: Yeah, possibly. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's that Hill doesn't have the confidence in the car into the latter stages of the race. I think. You're right, if Hill had got past Cook early on and stayed ahead of him, then we may have seen the reverse of what's happened in this race, and Cook would have been trying to get through, but may have had to have settled for second. Um, I really think an early race move is what wins you a race here at Thruxton.
1: I agree. I'm just surprised that given how he closed the gap twice Mm. in both races, didn't really then do anything with it. No which is
0: but it's also a testament to cook's defensive driving. Yeah, but he didn't it is though he wasn't asked too many questions. No. Not serious questions, no. 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 Anyway, race 3, race 3. Yes. Race 2. Heading into race three of the weekend then, and obviously the reverse grid race, and it would be ball seven pulled out of the uh, the tub by a certain Mr. Tim Harvey. Obviously, they couldn't find any other celebrities this weekend, um, so they <laughs> they had to deal with Tim. In, in fairness to Tim, they'd all be in Monaco, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he actually picked out a certain Mr. Jason Plato for pole position, at which point you were smiling, weren't you? I had predicted a Plato win this weekend. Mm, you had?
1: And given how well Cook had gone in the same car in the first two races, I thought
0: I was almost guaranteed. You you were very hopeful up until the race started where he got masses of wheel spin and basically sat there for half a second or a second longer than um, Morgan, who was alongside him, who, uh, of course, real-wheel drive BMW, got an excellent start. Uh, Turkington also followed him through, uh, which meant that Plato was almost a sitting duck in third uh, where Sutton followed through as well I'm just I'm sat here shaking my
1: head just because we saw him mess up a front row start last year at Silverstone yep and you almost give him a pass although I don't think uh, well we didn't give him a pass because Lloyd still went on to a good race and finished second to Hill yep although okay potentially give him a pass the car was not to his liking there are very few excuses you can start coming up with now
0: because it can't be the car he was trying too hard on this one he was trying he knew he had the BMWs alongside of him and he tried to properly launch yeah, it But and he's got it wrong but
1: he would also have seen from races 1 and 2 that it's not the end of the world to have the BMWs it's about way you position the car and your own start focus on your own thing
0: too concerned about others, and
1: show a bit of bravery like Cook did to to. And if you if you try and yeah, you know, if you get mugged off the line because the, the real drive cars are much better off the line as we all know, and you then give it a damn good go on the, you know, trying to nick those places out of a manoeuvre and doesn't work. you can go. Do you know what? He did nothing wrong here. Yeah, you know, he mm. he got mugged by two cars that get off the line stupidly fast. It's a problem in I think it's a problem in the touring cars because the yeah. launch is just so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fully aware that there's going to be marginal gains and whatnot, but there's nothing you can do as a front-wheel drive car to counteract this. No, it, it's ludicrous. But I don't know what the I I don't know what the answers are about sounding too bitter about things. But you know, it's
0: trouble is, you want that variety in the sport of having different manufacturers in there and yeah. different setups and different cars and stuff like that. You don't want it to become a almost a, a stock championship where you have to race with the same cars and it's so, down, I, uh, down to drivers. It's about seeing these different manufacturers yeah, on the grid I agree with that but I don't think F1
1: gets a lot right and I'm very critical of F1 but the starts of F1 races are very exciting because the starts are all fairly the starting equipment is even yeah it's how the driver deals with it yeah whereas I don't think that could be said in terms of but anyway it, had he lost the race because he got mugged off the start finished third nothing much he could do mm-hmm. gave it a good go just didn't have to pay we so actually done nothing wrong but mm-hmm. I didn't even giving myself a chance. I'm getting a bit
0: Yeah, he it wasn't just that he fell frustrated. fell back um behind the two BMWs, he actually fell back to fifth after yeah. the first few corners. Um which sort of like compounded the error mm. or or the the missed stars as, as such. Um and yeah, he, he was looking racy ish and he was able to keep up with the, the top four. He managed to get back up to fourth. Um but yeah, it just it wasn't quite there, was it? No, and look,
1: I think Harvey said that as well. You know, from a purely racing point of view, I think most people want to see him get to 100 mm. wins. And time is running out. Circuits are running out of, of where you're going to be strong and have a, a natural advantage over your competitors. I just think this was... This is probably the best chance he's going to get all season. You said it in the preview, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, anyway, a couple of laps into the race, um, Jelly was out at the complex, uh, it was found that uh, uh, he was turned by Chilton, um, mm. with a silly la- lazy move really, up the inside into uh, Cobb. It's not
1: been a great couple of races with Chilton, As Obviously a brands hatch nope. looked to st- have caused the start line incident, then odd spin in race 3 which brought up the safety car. This as you say was a, very st- a move that was not on in any way shape or form yeah um,
0: it looks as if it maybe uh gave jelly suspension damage you had to pull off to the side which uh, meant that the safety car
1: was deployed for one lap only yeah in of defense he did look like he'd locked up prior to going mm. into the corner but should you be locking up i mean yeah it, it's not a great look
0: yeah with the safety car only out for one lap the field <laughs> were uh, sort of like bunched back up but it was the top four managed to gap the rest on the restart. Um, that top four including Morgan, Turkington, Sutton and Plato. There was a drive-through penalty for Rick Parfit for a full start or being out of position. We weren't quite sure. Um, and also Hamilton had to pit to clear out his radiator after he became the third or fourth lawnmower of the day. Um, there was a lovely battle going on between Sutton and Plato into the final chicane
1: with both of them absolutely on the limit Plato whinged about this afterwards that Sutton was a bit too aggressive I don't think Sutton did anything wrong I think it was good hard racing between the two of them a bit of rubbing Sutton forced them a little bit wide at points but are you telling me Jason would have done the same thing? Absolutely (laughs) he would it was racing
0: because we know those two are the best of friends they get on very (laughs) well indeed. but yeah there was no position change because of that and neither of them actually took to the uh, escape road through there Whereas, did, did, do you think Sutton did anything wrong? No, I don't think so. It was a hard defence, um, and he certainly pushed Plato as wide as you probably get away with. Um, we didn't see anyone else push anyone that wide in touring cars. Just saying it as it is. No, no, I agree, but I don't think he did anything wrong. No, I'm not saying that he has done anything wrong. He's done everything to the it's to not, the limit. Yeah, I agree,
1: it's an aggressive defence, but I don't think it was considering that we've seen. Aggressive defence between those two that have ended up in being accidents.
0: Snatterton. Accident. <laughs> <laughs> forms were filled
1: out before he'd even stepped out the car, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, they weren't the only two that were battling into the final chicane. Hill and Ingram also had a good go at it. Um, both of them had to take to the escape road, though, and consequently Hill suffered uh, quite a bit of rear bumper damage because of it. Yeah, now...
1: This is where Hill is... Still slightly problematic in that
0: in experience, maybe.
1: It's the third weekend where arguably he's done something that's a bit silly.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And you don't win a championship by making a mistake every weekend. No, no. But he's, uh, looking, but he's say, looking quick. Uh, to be fair, at Donington, they didn't really do anything silly. He his car failed to the yes, yeah inspection. Yeah. But obviously at Brands, we saw him drop it twice.
0: Yeah.
1: This move was
0: optimistic. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. <clears throat> yeah, and and eventually he felt got sort of like punished by it, obviously because of that damage that he'd sustained. The officials deemed it to be dangerous to other uh, well, yeah, drivers. He had,
1: a, he had a front wing flapping about and a yeah. rear um, bumper which could come off at any point. Yeah, it so was, it was the right call.
0: he got the meatball flag um, and had to come in. Um, after that, that coming together really. Camish uh, was also spun out at the final she came by Taylor Smith, another late lazy move. Do you uh, think for so? Me. Yeah, by who by Camish. No, by Taylor Smith. No,
1: I, I didn't. I didn't see it that way. Really? No, I saw okay. it.
0: Okay. Camish,
1: Taylor Smith has got to turn in. He's got to turn to make the corner. Yes. I think it's a case of two into one doesn't go. I think. I think it was an ambitious move by Camish. He's a long way
0: back. Well, Kamish is down the inside. Kamish is ahead yeah, when they go into the second but, part but, of the corner. But where's Taliesin supposed to go? He's got to turn... He could jump to the escape road if he wants. He's not... But why should he? For me, he's not far enough down the inside in that second but it's his part. He's it's same. not. But he's he's, he's he, not ahead. He was going into the corner. It's Kamish has made the move. Down the inside of the first part, and then he's ahead going into the second part. But, but Aratusin was' still got to turn. Yeah. Uh, I I think... I, I think what we see at the end of the race was Sutton backing out of that move. T- him and Turkington yeah, yeah. managed to get into that same or similar position at the end of the race. Yeah, but and he knew that Turkington had to turn in. Yeah, but respect, so he backed out. But respect, you talk about two... I'm not... Yeah. Yeah. More... Yeah. But that's a, that's a similar situation, which is why I think Taylor Smith is, is more at fault for it. Fair enough. But so... Yeah. Anyway, Camish was sitting there, spun out, and um, obviously dropped well down the field once again. Um, and then another grass-cutting incident. This time, Jason Plato having a massive slide wide at church. He said he went wide um, through, I think, Noble, picked up a little bit of, a, Marble. bit of marbles on the tyre, and then had a big twitch through church, which is the corner that you least want that to happen in. Um, <laughs> and had a quite quite a bumpy ride on the outside of the circuit.
1: Yeah, a lot, of, lot, a lot of grass in those
0: radiators. And he, that's he owned up to it at the end. It was his own mistake. It was his own fault, and of course that put him out of the points because he had to pit, um, pit it at the same time that Hill did um, to clear out the radiator. Obviously, Hill had to get that damage removed.
1: Yeah, it's shame because Plate was possibly on for a podium. I don't, think, I yeah. don't think he would have got past certain, actually, but no. but they're running together as a four. And it was certainly interesting.
0: Yeah. That that top four were ahead of the rest of the field by. A, good two three second uh, margin yeah and we're looking competitive within each other yeah um quite a a spectacular like dnf for patterson towards the end of the race uh, with a suspension failure on the i think passenger side of the car at the rear um coming through the first complex it just seemed to hit the curb and just, yeah, just snap basically, yeah, just, just um, crumple, yeah. Just dropped it down on that rear side and he was billowing tyre smoke everywhere because of it.
1: Moffat had the same thing happen in qualifying. Did he? I thought that was just a puncher. It was ripping a lot of stuff off the, off the inside of the car. Yeah. So I don't think it was just a puncture, because it was ripping a hell of a lot off the inside of the car in qualifying. Depends
0: if the uh, tyre had delaminated and flailing around. Um, But this one was definitely suspension. Yes, I agree. Jade Edwards was also out of the race with uh, some some damage. We think she clipped a tyre bundle um, at the final chicane. Maybe as an avoidance for um, an incident that was going on in front of her between uh, Jackson and Jelly. When they cut the chicane yeah. on the inside, yeah, Impossi- um, quite possibly, yeah, yeah. So th- those two were having a little battle of their own, took an avoiding action, and then I think everyone sort of like checking up in front of her. She then had to take an avoiding action and uh, was unfortunately out of the race with that. Shedden had a what looked like a spectacular engine failure towards the end of the race and had to pull up, pull off two laps from the end, um, and then the first signs of rain at the weekend uh, coming on going on to the last lap which didn't make too much of a difference really did it no the cars some cars
1: looked a bit slidy, but it's hard to know was that rain was it tires was it the final mm. you know it's the final lap you're going to shuffle a little bit yeah all those mixed into one really uh, as you say Sut well, obviously we alluded to sutton tried the last gas move with turkington uh, sensibly pulled out of it
0: ridiculous very similar to that cook move with how late yeah. he jumped on the brakes. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't quite enough to get all the way around the outside of Turkington and the, uh, as you say, sensibly backed out of it and, uh, held on for his third, third of the day. Um, but yeah, an exciting final race for you.
1: Yeah. Weekend was good. Weekend was good. There's lots of action, lots of sort of, I don't know. The cars felt quick. They look quick. Yeah. It just felt like a really sort of, they're all driving on the ragged edge up and down the field. Mm. A lot of action. i say the circuit was brutal on the cars, um, I do think there are problems that need fixing. Uh, I don't think, at the minute, the hybrid system is the um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's
0: not enough disadvantage caused. That's by the word. The yeah, v- disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, by the the drop in seconds of yeah. deployment and stuff like that throughout qualifying and then the amount of laps during the race, it doesn't seem to be enough of a like reel me in sort of no. thing. No. Um, which is a case case in point with having these double wins so far well
1: and also because you can use it anywhere I mean it, you don't get a great deal because there's, there's obvious places to use it so if the guy's trying to attack you a bit just turn yours on to defend I, I almost mm. think it, perhaps you need an F1 style that if the guy's a second behind or probably slow in, or closer in touring cars that you can't use yours while they attack I don't know something like that mm. because it's negated because if DRS in F1 we've, we've seen DRS trains we're getting hybrid trains almost here that yep. if they're all using them doesn't make any difference mm. and i think that's because they can use them anywhere on the lap okay it gives you a little bit more of okay where well, i'm going to use it but equally take brands last week it's obviously we're going to use it it's down the pit straight mm. it's obviously down the pit straight yeah so i'm not convinced the hybrid system as you say has got offering enough of an advantage or disadvantage to be honest with you which mm. so i think we're seeing the double wins and actually you look at the top 10 from race one and two not a great deal changed
0: no Really? No, not unless someone has an issue yeah. or um, gets shuffled out for whatever reason, makes a mistake. Yeah. Um, we aren't seeing close battles. No, I mean I, I like swapping the positions, not just. all oh, will they? Won't they? Can you remember seeing a hybrid move?
1: Because in F one it's obvious. I accept in F one yeah. it's obvious, but can you actually remember seeing a hybrid
0: overtake so far this
1: season? I I
0: can't. No, but I don't think. I don't think the differential in power is enough to no. make it a hybrid move as such.
1: So this is my point so is it actually op- is it offering anything? Mm. I'm not sure it is. Mm. And I also think there is a, an issue with the rear wheel drive off the off the line. I know they've turned it down in the past so it's had less of a boost off the line. I think we need to possibly be looking at it again because as you say, he start starting two cars. He's basically starting fourth in race one. He's still, <laughs> <laughs> you know...
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things work themselves out yeah, uh, going into the future rounds. Yeah,
1: say so my, my my main issue with the rear-wheel drive of the line is that there's nothing a four-wheel drive car can do to counteract it. There's there's no mechanical thing you can do to counteract it. Front wheel drive. Front wheel drive. Yeah. Side, yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Four wheel
0: drive that would definitely counteract yeah. it. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> uh, all right,
0: then we'll move on to the grades for the weekend and then take a look through our predictions of race winners and the such.
1: Let's start off with Colin Turkington. A good weekend for him. Strong qualifying, strong all three races. Solid. Very solid indeed. Took
0: uh, two podiums a day. Uh, yes. <laughs> I can't remember. He, he had a weekend where he was there, but he wasn't really doing much, Yeah. if so, you know what I mean. Yeah, so he took
1: a fourth, a fourth. And a second, so apologies.
0: One podium this yeah, weekend, but consistent. Yep, yeah, and consistently
1: quick. Cause I've gone for a B jelly. Had a jelly weekend. A few mistakes. Caught up in a few incidents. Yeah,
0: you know, you know how he had a good season last season. I think it's season on, season off kind of syndrome. Yeah, possibly.
1: Although he has been unlucky at times this season. Yes.
0: Yeah, that is to be fair.
1: But D today. Yeah,
0: not great. Hill, we've
1: gone over C, which may sound slightly harsh because he got two podiums.
0: Mm. But, but I kind of expected more.
1: Yeah, and ambition in race three over ambition. Mm. There's still those little chinks of old with Hill, isn't there, where you have these few mistakes creep in. Yeah, you.
0: you if you want to mount, mount a title challenge, you want to be consistently scoring points, not having two really good races races in a weekend and then not scoring in the other and I think that's what's let him down this weekend I mean if you
1: look at the standings Ingram's had a non-finish today effectively a non-finish mm. today and he's
0: still ahead in the standings yeah yeah just despite it's not like only finishing ahead of Hill in one race today yeah yeah and have in two seconds yeah yeah so and Hill could
1: potentially have gone ahead of Ingram today had he finished race three and got past him in a sensible manner.
0: Well, if you look how close it is between second, third and fourth, he could be sitting second in the championship yeah. rather than fifth. So, yeah.
1: so it's a C for Hill. Slightly harsh, I accept. Uh, Sutton gets a B, three thirds. Like you say, I'm not sure that car is close to winning a race, but three thirds. He's now second in the title uh, hunt. He's got to be fairly happy with like, that given the problems they've got. Very much so. For Kamish, uh, it's not going well this season, is it, unfortunately? It's a D, qualified well, race one is unlucky, but race two doesn't give himself a chance. Both Chetton and Ingram gave themselves a chance for race three because they both got back into points for race two. Didn't, and didn't look close to
0: doing so. Yeah, something that we've mentioned before is that he doesn't seem to be able to fight his way through those slower cars towards the back of the grid. Osborne's got
1: to see that race one was decent race two a drive-through penalty race three gets uh, back into the points which is a pretty decent effort to be fair Yeah. Uh, particularly as we've said about the car maybe struggling through traffic and you look at some of the drives he's beaten in race three to get that point it's pretty good yeah so C for Osborne C for Jackson because the pace is there he made up good progress in race three mm. just problems cars with race cars letting him down cars let him down again unfortunately uh, Adam Morgan gone for a B good win, 300 yep. up, uh, and he was de- he turned a disappointing Saturday into a good Sunday. Obviously he qualified all the way down in 12, which isn't the end of the world, but didn't look close to being no. near the front in qualifying. And then race one took a seventh, race two took a sixth, and then race three took a win. Solid weekend. It's that progression that you want to see across a weekend. Absolutely. Same couldn't be said for Gamble who had comfortably his worst weekend so far, struggled yep. a bit here today,
0: d scored some points, yeah, um, but we're not sure whether it was wholly his fault for that excursion yeah. um or whether he was tapped, but yeah yeah it's it, not not comparable to his first two weekends,
1: absolutely, and that's not helped him in the Jack Sears, he's now behind in the Jack Sears yep, trophy.
0: Hunt. Only by one point. but Yeah, yeah I, I but get what you mean. <laughs> well, if that was the last
1: race of the season, you lost I know. the
0: championship. I know. I know. Uh, Gordon
1: Shedden. Slightly lenient with the C because he should have had three points finishes. The car was good. He was good.
0: A puncture and an engine failure. The puncture you can sort of account for, but the engine failure you can't. If it wants to let go, it's going to let go. Thruxton will give cars
1: punctures. There's not a lot the Giants can do. Mm. Uh If you drive too... Carefully, not going to. You might as well not bother turning up because you'll be nursing them for too long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robot would be comfortably his best weekend of the season. Looked racy looked quick, mm. only consistent. Was, yeah, the only thing that was missing was a podium.
0: Yeah. Dan Lloyd, he looks very good in that car, doesn't he? He's comfortable, mm. very comfortable. he's settled in nicely, um, and he's proving my first prediction of the season that he will be comfortably better than Chilton. yeah
1: B for him today. Yep. B for Ingram. Yeah, he gets caught up in an incident in race one. He's not the causer of the incident. It is what it is. That's touring cars. It's how you react, and he reacted in the best way. Took points in both races two and three. Can't really say fair on that. As you said
0: earlier, extracting the most out of the car
1: for the yeah. situation he was in. And it's always fun to watch an yeah. back-of-the-grid charge, isn't it? Yeah, it is.
0: Uh, Jill Turner, C. Score points. Yeah, it was a better, better racing weekend apart from the incident that he had with Jelly. Um, he looks... He didn't look off the pace as um, he has been before. Yeah, but also a few errors along
1: the way as well.
0: Boutel, a weekend to forget, wasn't it? Yeah, it's an E. Didn't yeah. start race
1: two, didn't start race three. Or did he start race three? He started race three. He but race three. It didn't go well.
0: No. Um, yeah, yeah he'll, he'll be willing to move on to the next one. Crease and Hand, let's do these together because it's a double B. Brilliant. Great. <laughs> Brilliant weekend for him. Something that we didn't forecast we didn't see coming um and there's a proper as we said earlier there's a proper racer in hand and um creasy was getting his elbows out at points yeah he was absolutely great absolutely no problem at all um moving on to cook then obviously it has to be an a a double double win plus a fifth um, can't really ask too much more of the weekend. We questioned whether number six, if number six had been pulled out, would he be able to do the treble um but yeah, it's a brilliant weekend for him, yeah, absolutely, and now the new leader,
1: yeah, and was a nice little cushion going into Dalton Park.
0: yep, is it his year? Could be when was last ginger that won the championship <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess Cle <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Plato. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, uh, Plato.
1: See that the pace is there. <sighs> Sadly, the driver perhaps is not. <laughs> it's mistakes, weren't they? Mistakes. Yeah. Folds with mistakes. at brands of mistakes here. It's a pity. I really want him to get this hundred win, but the more I watch him, the more I'm not convinced he's not going to do it. Same. Edwards. We can forget the traction we I I tipped for Jack Sears, which was a terrible.
0: That no, nail no, in the, the coffin, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: it's a D, not a good weekend. No, a car let it down as well. Bobby Thompson, this is almost uncompetitive that car's looked this season. We didn't expect it to go well here. He extracted points from it.
0: Yeah, I think he extracted the most out of it yeah. that he would have or could have expected. Um, got a couple of points finishes, um, as did Taylor Smith as well. Yeah. C for Thompson, C for Taylor Smith. You've gone quite harsh on Nick, I think, but... I don't, I don't even remember seeing him apart from when he came into the pits to retire this weekend, quite honestly. Um, and there was a little bit of hype about hopefully improving his race ability with incre- uh, an increased brake servo. And yeah, I don't know whether it was because of the poor coverage of the rest of the field. There didn't seem to be much coverage of the back of the field this weekend. Well, no, to be fair,
1: there's a lot of action is happening with Frontier. Yes, yes,
0: um, but no not not great he's e. gone for an E I think e, a D yeah.
1: is more fair but there you go Moffat see that there's problems at laser tools it's clear the car isn't working as well as it should do Moffat is needs still needs to go in the bin but Moffat is still dragging it to points scoring <laughs> yeah. places to be yeah. fair to him Um yeah and with Patterson a D didn't have a good as good a weekend as Moffat did but I mean he's doing his best in that car
0: yep Parfait a D Stayed on the lead lap, yeah. And the race he finished, although drive through, which yeah, is a silly mistake. Um, for being out of position on the grid, or jump the start. But to yeah. be fair, you might have to see the lights in back there. <laughs> That's harsh. It's <laughs> a big grid. Yes, yes, very much so.
1: Yeah, yeah, and also let's not forget he's racing an in infinity as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're giving Moffat and God. we're giving Moffat and Patterson a slight pass. You've got to give Patterson no, Pat a pass as well. Yeah, yeah. Butcher, a C, got points, didn't look competitive, no. disappointing weekend I'm Kind of where I thought it would be this weekend. Yeah, and card with the same notion of a D, didn't score points, still not score points.
0: It's concerning considering it the is. amount of pace that he showed at Donington.
1: There's been some bad luck along the way, but I agree yeah. I do agree with you. Um Alton Park could be a good place for them though.
0: It could be very much so I think Ingram's always gone pretty well there when he was in the Corolla yeah and lastly but not leastly Powell
1: it's a baptism of baptism fire it's a D yeah it's difficult to come in halfway through a C or not halfway but part, You know, at the Just last minute thrown in yeah, yeah. I, I'm not really sure what we can expect from him no but Kyle I- has scored points my apologies. My apologies, has, he has got one. My apologies, <laughs> has got a point. Yeah, Powell, I don't know. I think he's gonna have a big problem here because it should have been Goff and everyone knows it should have been Goff. And everyone yep. knows that Carr should have been in points with Goff in it. And Bobby yeah. Thompson and Jack Goff would've probably been quite a fearsome duo at the yeah. ten to fifteen or perhaps eight to 15 places.
0: Yeah.
1: And Powell just isn't gonna be that this season.
0: Yeah, the shoes he's never gonna really fit into.
1: No. Should we do the awards and then we shall. finish up with the prediction updates? Yep, very much. Okay, well I think we this will be quite quick in some ways. Drive of the day, Sam.
0: Uh Cook. Yeah, Cook <laughs> Yeah, what a surprise. Yeah,
1: can't can contest again. Nine wins around this circuit now. Just looks in the league of his own when he comes here. Qualified, on pole, three wins, six St- standout. Yeah. Goes top of the championship.
0: Yep. Uh villain of the day for you. Uh, villain of the day for me, Laser Tools. Mm. They need to get something sorted. Mm. Um, yeah, the car had a few failures today. I'll see that suspension failure, the bonnet flipping up. I don't know whether that was due to contact or not. But there's no pace. There's little reliability it seems, and the wheels of all. Well, the wheels nearly did fall off for Batson, um, and it seems to be falling off the team. A team that don't forget is reigning champion I'm just trying to think to yourself
1: what's the highest Moffat Uh, you cut Patterson slack obviously 12th yeah I'm thinking I can't can can I see him getting a podium this season no can I see him getting a top 6 no a top 8 no a top 10 no I'm thinking 12th Mm. is probably the limit I I think he'll get a top 10 I think there'll be a crazy race somewhere where he'll get a top 10 yeah knock hill he always turns up it'll rain up there and yeah but I do see. I, don't, I certainly don't see a top six finish this year.
0: No. For a car that's like reigning champions. That was good last year. Yeah.
1: And boat in both hands. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my villain of the day, Shedden's car. <laughs> it's slightly abstract, but look, he's denied three points. Point playing. I'll try that again. Points paying. That's the one. Lovely. Places. Uh, PPP. <laughs> and through no real fault of his own, he's not got them.
0: Mm. Yeah, because we saw how much pace when he recovered in yeah. uh, in race two.
1: And as a driver, that's got to be absolutely gutting, hasn't it? That yeah, you, know, you want to be in the chance of the title fight, and twice in one weekend, in you know, point scoring positions, the cars gone wrong for you in some way.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: you're, let's a surprise bad first, official on a high note. Who's your surprise bad of the uh, of the
0: weekend? Uh, Mine is going to be Kamish. Mm. Um, it seems to be a small recurrence of not being able to fight through traffic. Obviously, he wasn't really at fault for getting shoved off in on the f- first lap of the first race. No, no. I'd um, be- but I would have ex- expected a better recovery. Absolutely. Um Yes, he had a puncture from it, had to change a wheel. It takes a little bit longer than what Ingram suffered. But Ingram fought back and managed to get into the top six by the end of the day. Whereas camish didn't, and yeah. he was fighting with those drivers who were around for like fourteenth, fifteenth, and ended up in an instant with one of them.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. So even though you blame Taylor Swift totally, but
0: yeah, he's ended up in an instant with one of them because he's trying to fight his way through.
1: Fair enough. I'm going Gamble. I, I thought he might struggle. I didn't expect it to be this bigger struggle. Mm. Especially
0: said, as Morgan took a win.
1: Yeah, and I certainly expect him to... It reflects well on um, hands we're going to get to in a minute, but I certainly would have thought he'd still finish out of hands this weekend. Yeah. And Thompson, yeah. and he hasn't done that.
0: No, no, very much so. Uh, surprise good, Sam. Oh, well, you've just mentioned him, oh, yeah. actually. Um, a good hand to Ash hand. Uh, and very, very good performance from him this weekend. Something which we didn't expect coming from PMR um and he takes home jack sears for his first time he does uh, i'm i'm being a bit
1: more lazy and going to pmr as a whole but three drivers in the top 10 sorry top 15 across all three races that's a good weekend in anybody's book
0: very much so um and pmr will be pleasant pleasantly surprised or just i think very happy i think that not having a quote big name
1: is really helping them this season because the yep. pressure's off. They've not, yeah, yeah. You know, the spotlight isn't constantly on them. Of oh, where's Plato doing? What's he doing? Where's Collard? Where you know, Chilton? These big name, and that's not. I'm not sure to be respectful to Crease or um, Hand here, mm. but I think the pressure's off in that way, and they're actually able to now to develop a team in house yep. and make it as competitive as possible. And actually, both drivers have gone pretty well so far this season.
0: Mm. Yeah, very much so. um It'll be interesting to see whether they push on from this point, yep. or whether this was a little bit of a, a flash in the pan, shall we say? We'll have to wait and see on that score. So let's do the updated predictions. Oh, it wasn't the best weekend for me. We got some right though we this weekend. We did get some right. So let's start. Just off ignore with... bingo, but we got others right. I was going right. to say let's
1: start with bingo because that's very quick and easy. You still win one nil. We've been <laughs> terrible. Next season we're dropping this. <laughs> oh, we wind it out to we wind
0: it out to either than we. They, they must listen, and then write down buzzwords they can't say. I was going to say, I think, obviously, winding it out to both of them, I thought, okay, we're going to score some solid points this season with bingo and stuff like that. But, no, no. it has not worked. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you're still winning 1-0 on
1: that one. But on Small the, victory. On the predictions, there has been a shift at the top. Oh, dear. So, we both had... Actually, no, I had
0: the... Pole Center cook. of Cook. I was so close with Hill. You were, yeah. To be fair, to and be you fair. you were going in the preview. Why are you always going on about Hill? I'm like, that's why I'm going
1: on about Hill. At the end of the season, mate, when he gets that Wingfoot award, you'll be you'll be vindicated, <laughs> won't yes, you? Yes, yes, I will. Um, I had a race winner. You had a race winner. We both went for Cook. Yeah. Uh, I went for Plato, which at one point looked very good. Yeah. Until about
0: three two seconds, seconds after, after the lights went out. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I also went for Ingram. Which didn't work. You went for Shedden and Ingram. You went lucky on Shedden because he was yeah. there or thereabouts.
0: Yeah, I think if he'd have, if the car had held up, he might have been in with a chance of that reverse yeah, grid. Yeah, no,
1: I, I agree with you for what it's worth. Uh,
0: you got the overall prediction
1: correct. You had a no Toyota to podium. I went for an no overall drive podium, but there's a real drive on every podium, so that went brilliantly for me. <laughs> and then this week's special game. The corner cutting club.
0: Oh dear. So there are three points. It started off slow. It did start off slow. It started off very slow. There are three (laughs) points on offer if you got the
1: exact number bang on, which we believe I did. Now, if anybody wants to query this
0: and quarrel with this, that's fine. Anyone wants to add an extra one, I'd be very grateful. So I had six. Yes. I believe. Yeah, I think it is probably six. Although we probably should have clarified before the weekend which part of the corner they were cutting. Um, but yes, go on. Six. Yeah, six you takes it.
1: Yep, so that gives me three points. And we also got one person correct each. You had Hill, who cut it with his skirmish of Ingram, Ingram. Yep. And I had Jackson, who had a bit of a wobble with, through there with Jelly. Uh, I also went for Shedden and Parfit. And you went for Kamish and Osborne. But to be fair, Kamish did, get, did go across it, but he didn't take... He didn't do it himself, he got knocked through there, which doesn't
0: count. Yeah, so he he was spun out in the corner yeah. and effectively didn't cut either of them. No, which doesn't so, really count if you're being spun off there. But
1: no. Yeah, Osborne you were unlucky with, actually.
0: I was, yeah. Especially but, after his performance in qualifying. So that puts me 9-7 up. Ugh. <sighs> Oh dear, that three points makes so much of a difference. But of course, we'll be back at Thruxton, so the corner-cutting club will be back.
1: <laughs> I'm just hoping it's an image circus we can bring it in at. There's no obvious one I can think of at the moment.
0: Can we not do it at Croft at the first corner? Oh, oh we can do it at Croft, actually. So obviously you've got the first little chicane, and then you got the second chicane, where loads of people cut. That's true.
1: We although, can although, have it at Croft.
0: Although we're going to struggle to track sides to keep a score of that. Yes, yes. Corner-cutting at Croft. Yes
1: there you go we love an alliteration. Uh we are going to croft also we've got Alton Park between them yeah we've we're booked croft today we're not going to Alton Park this year we went there last year yep. so it's so for day for Alton Park again
0: yeah looking forward to that it will be just everyone note this down it will be on ITV first yeah uh, for the Alton Park weekend um so don't get all confused by your set top boxes recording itv and itv4 Um there will be a switch over during the day there will uh, obviously we'll have a full preview part before then uh,
1: before we go then obviously we are now 10% no 30% of the way through Mass was never my strong point so just to bring you the driver standings before we check out josh cook leads the way on 139 points ash sutton on 116 which was his car number for a while at subaru yep it was It's knowledge knowledge like that that sets us apart from the rest. (laughs) Turquoise on 112 in third. Ingram 111 in fourth. Hill 103. Then a bit of a gap back to Adam Morgan around 86. Gordon Shedden on 72. Dan Lloyd 66 ahead of Roy Butcher on 65. And a little bit of a gap back to Dan Rowbottom in 10th on 53. And just, just quickly in terms of the Jack Sears before we go... As I mentioned earlier, Bobby Thompson now leads that by a point from George Gamble. And then back in third is Ash Hands, who's done his hopes a world of good. Sam Osborne's going to be
0: disappointed by this table, isn't he? Down in fourth. When did you seem confused? When did Crease get a podium? When did Crease get a podium? Uh, a pretty oh, he won the
1: Jack Sears. You can't re-enter if you win yeah. the jacks here. Sorry, absolutely. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I just think yourself, Crease isn't in here, but no, he he's won the jacks, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and On that note, that's yeah. probably the, the uh, back to the. We, we had the competency of my knowledge of the numbers. We finished on an incompetency. That's the way we like it. See you all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Stay safe. Stay well. And we'll uh, speak to you before on Park. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast, and you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com.